0: Hashtag 13 minutes after 5 o'clock in conversation next with Dr. Popi Ramutuba, who is the MEC for Health in Limpopo. She says that African leaders must stop seeking medical attention abroad while leaving their own healthcare systems in a state of disrepair. Ramutuba made these remarks while addressing the Africa Health in conference that is currently taking place in Midrand. Should government officials be allowed to get medical attention outside their country borders? Uh, Dr. Ramutuba now joining us on the line. MEC, good afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for us.
1: Uh, afternoon, Adrin, and afternoon to all your listeners. Thank you for inviting us.
0: So as a health practitioner, what is, firstly, it's a, as a health practitioner, outside of the political role that, that you have, but as a health practitioner, what's your concern around African leaders um, opting for healthcare outside of their countries irrespective of whether it is still on the continent or outside the continent
1: i think the the the, the reality of of what one was trying to to raise uh, firstly we are in an african indaba conference where we the theme was very clear we are di- discussing the future of healthcare in our continent looking at how can we realize our 2063 agenda. And, 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 and one look at the challenges that the continent is having in terms of health. And the major problem is that as Africans, we do not trust ourselves or we don't have confidence in what we do. And we expect other people to have confidence in what we do. Now, the issue that you are raising I want you to close your eyes and think of any leader coming from any other continent except Africa who seek health care in any other continent except theirs. Now, this is what we are raising to say as Africans until such time when the leadership policymakers, those who are supposed to fund, those who are supposed to make sure that we fix this system, those of us who are given responsibility, by the people who vote for us until such time we start to have confidence in ourselves and seek health care in our own continent and i must raise that I, i i i was surprised that this issue has become very big today because I'm not. it's not for the first time that this debate has been raised. Mm. If you remember, the former Minister of Health, who is now the Minister of Home Affairs, raised this matter in 2014. I was not even an MEC at that time, challenging the very same heads of state. In 2015, he was in Victoria Falls. Again, challenges to say, as ministers of health in the continent, they must start challenging their heads of state so so unfortunately, we are afraid to speak about this issue and unfortunately, it's having an impact on the transformation in terms of our health systems in our different countries, because we know we have got alternatives. We know if things don't work well, we will be able to get sick health care somewhere else.
0: How is that different though, um, MEC, to uh, politicians who don't use public hospitals, who instead use private hospitals? They certainly have another option available to them that's not available to the greater majority.
1: Exactly. That is why South African government has come up with this policy to say we need to have a national health insurance that will then start to look into how do we make sure that accessibility of healthcare, whether you are poor, or whether you are rich, gets to you. The universal health coverage, which the United Nations has declared that every country needs to implement in South Africa, we, we have come up to say it is through the national health insurance that we must be able to have it. You are quite right. It doesn't assist me as an MEC for health in Limpopo when I'm sick, I can get the best health care uh, next door actually hotel services, healthcare next door in a private facility. But those majority that I speak for are uh, uh, queuing and dying in the public health system. Until such time we deal with this problem, we, we are not going to win. So we, we're saying we can, we can sugarcoat, we, we, you can insult me, people can say whatever. The facts will remain. We have got to start to have confidence in our continent and deal with the challenges that is facing our people. You know, Adrian, what was painful in that conference? We have got more than 9,000 delegates that are attending. And when I look at the composition of the delegates, it's mainly African coming from different African countries, Kenya, Ethiopia, Zimbabwe, Malawi, everywhere, Namibia. We had ministers from Namibia, we had uh, ministers uh, from, and even other countries. Now, when you look at that, it's encouraging in terms of the attendance. Uh, you have your administrators, your policymakers, your initiates, your researchers, your academics. But go to next door where there is an exhibition center, where you are going to look at the equipment that is being exhibited, where our budget, you know, the budget for healthcare in the country is 250, 40 billion plus. Uh, each each inclusive of all the the nine provinces and the National Department of Health. Now, when you look at where does this money go, it is in that exhibition center where you look at your radiology equipment that are there, your laboratory equipment that are there, things that we we usually procure, the cost drivers of healthcare. Guess what? I, I couldn't find any single exhibitor who comes from this continent now this is what we are saying we've got to talk about these things painful as they are how do you then have a continent with people who are very brilliant in south africa the first heart transplant was done how many donkey years ago you mean up to today now we are not able to rise up to the challenge and be able to have our own manufacturer the day wherein i will buy an mri Or city scan, which has been manufactured by a South African or any African, or I can procure it from Kenya or Uganda. Or that will be the day where we would say, as a continent, we have confidence in what we are doing. We've got to talk about these things for us to be able to move Mm. forward. They are not comfortable, but we must talk about them.
0: Where's the disconnect, MEC? Because every now and then we'll hear of a bilateral that the country has with another Western country, or sometimes even an Asian country for that matter, India also being part of that. But you hardly hear about the skills transfer.
1: Exactly. This is where I'm talking about. We like talking. So, so where's the, the disconnect, MEC? Where's if,
0: the problem? The,
1: legisla- the, the problem is that we do not have a mechanism of reinforcing in a form of legislation. It's the same as what I'm saying today to say African leaders, we must seek health in our own continent. Until you legislate it in your legislature to say you will not fly abroad unless you are using your own private money. Until you have a legislation that says there's national health insurance, you are not going to be able to implement all what you want to to do. It starts there. So so you will continue to have all these discussions and all these uh, talk shows until you come together and say, now... Let's really implement and stop talking and do things. Let's risk to be unpopular. But knowing that at the end of the day, our people will look at us and say, yes, Africans are leading.
0: Yeah, but, but when, when we say um, travel the continent or uh, what do they call it again? Health tourism as well. We are told that health tourism is a big thing and africans whether you speak about an african leader african business person um, are also part of that cohort that contributes to that health tourism and south africa being a major beneficiary of that you're not necessarily addressing the problem
1: we we we're not we're not against health tourism we we are not fighting you're not getting uh, the point Uh, we are simple saying Uh, there's a difference between health tourism and when the leaders knows that they have an option. If I know, as an MEC for health, when I'm sick, I can easily get Mill admitting me and leave Limpopo. That is not health tourism. But if I would want to tour, uh, uh, somebody would want to leave Namibia to come uh, touring out South Africa and also attending. Uh, to the healthcare, that is something completely different. If it's a business person coming here, it's it's a different person. The issue we are saying let there be an option that if you are touring. You want to attend health as part of your tourism. Let it be that way. No, no, no. The but health, I understand
0: health tourism to be specifically aimed at the specific service that you will get from yes. a specific country. Not necessarily that you want to go and tour the country.
1: No, I, I get your, what you are saying. All and, and, and it's quite correct. Hence, I'm saying when you, you you are visiting the country for the sake of the healthcare, we recommend it. But what we are saying here is that you are not a, a, a touring uh, because you want to to go there. Uh, it's because you have an option. I'm not sure if if you are getting my, my point. My issue yeah. here is that as a politician, uh, I am going to seek health because I know in my country, I have failed mm. my people. But you, as Adrian, you are going uh, as part of health tourism. We will not fight you. You are not. You are not. You are not the one who is causing the problem, because we are all. All what we, we are arguing here is to say, let's have a situation wherein everybody in the country have got equal access to healthcare, and those who think they can afford much more. Let them do it out of their own choices. Not because there is a problem, we are failing to fix the system because we know we have got options.
0: Thank you so much for your time. Dr. Poppy Ramutuba, MEC for Health in Limpopo. I think that she makes a fair point there. What's your take on it? But somebody else may just argue and say that, listen, this is about also life and death. And sometimes when it comes to the question around life and death, as we look at the type of money that people are willing to spend on private medical treatment, um, people are willing to spend all of that money to make sure that they have a healthy life, but also get the best quality service. Does that also apply to politicians? Or should it be limited when it comes to politicians, as the MEC says, because of the mess that they've left behind?